Courtney. Hey, Sasha. How did the skeleton feel after he attended the World Oddities Expo? I don't know. How did he feel? Bone tired. Hey, it's spoop hour. hit 100 episodes like i don't know 11 episodes ago technically yes if you look on itunes our display number will say 100 and whatever episodes but we only tally full-length episodes so we've done minisodes and we did one bonus episode that was our pilot that we recorded two years prior to starting a podcast together so if you count regular length episodes this is our hundredth so we fucking one, done it. More than 100 hours of podcast content. Oh, so much more than 100 hours of podcast wow. content. We are officially old podcasting ladies. We are. We did it. Yeah, we hit, what, two years just a couple months ago. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. Ah. I can't believe we've done 100 episodes. Yeah. And yet we still are like, wow. We still have stuff to talk about. We do, because there's, there's so much. So much. So much. Uh, uh-uh. <laughs> I don't know why I made that noise. We're also really we, good at podcasting now that we've done a hundred episodes of it. We're bone tired. We are. I, I don't I don't know why, but like we didn't really do very much. I don't feel like we exerted ourselves that much. No, but, but I, I I do feel like we walked quite a bit when we were walking about the World Oddities Expo. Yeah, we went to the World Oddities Expo. We definitely announced it on the last episode, but mm-hmm. if you missed it, in Baltimore. We, we walked like a mile around. Oh, did we yeah, really? Oh, like, maybe yeah. that's why we're so tired. Yeah. <laughs> we're we're <laughs> both like, mile. we didn't really do anything. Why are we tired? We went to the World Oddities Expo in Baltimore, Maryland. It is, the way I've been describing it to people, it's essentially a spooky craft fair. And there yep. are like breakout sessions where you can learn how to do stuff. But we didn't pay for those. We just did the spooky craft fair part. And we got a lot of holiday shopping done. We so, did. props to us. And even better, we spent a bunch of money on ourselves. Special shout out to Tin Ink Studio, whose amazing bone-tired patch design is was the punchline to today's joke. Yep. And it inspired today's joke. Other cool places that we visited today, other cool vendors, Roadside Linen Arts. Yes. Weird and wonderful laser cut art. I saw them in, at Baltimore Comic Con last year and was just like in love with their shadow boxes. I bought some magnets this year. I'm really their, excited. Their shadow boxes were, they had a Babadook one that I was, yeah. it, it was the Babadook in Charlie Brown's, you know how Lucy, yeah, the psychiatrist, so it's like psychiatric help five seven. But it's the Babadook. But it was the Babadook instead of Lucy. It was really cute. <laughs> Red Hot Gals Boutique. She had Princess Leia, the, the pupper. My best friend. So you can see that on our, uh, see that pupper on the Instagram. Yeah. Um, we're going to put, put we'll put her in the episode post because Sasha was buying things from the Red Hot Gals Boutique. And, you know, the woman who owns it went to take her card and she was holding her dog. And I'm like, I can hold your dog for you if you want. 
thinking, like, kind of trying to phrase it as a joke because I know some people are like, no, stranger, you can't have my dog. But then she goes, oh, that'd be great. And I was like, yay! <laughs> and she let me hold her tiny Yorkie puppy. Anyway, we now follow them on Instagram. You should too. Her name is Princess Leia the Yorkie mm-hmm. on Instagram. There's a picture of her with Christina Ricci. That's how you'll know you found the right Princess Leia Yorkie. Uh, <laughs> so great. That dog was amazing. That dog was amazing. She was so soft and very nice about me holding her. And yeah, again, Tin Ink Studio. You can find them on Etsy. Tininks.etsy.com. Yeah. Uh, and we had um, a great time chatting with the... the- Owner and operator of Tinink. Yeah, because, like, her art was just so funny. And, if, like, it was very much in our wheelhouse. Yeah, if you turn Spoop Hour from a podcast into, like, independent art, this would be the art that it was. Yeah. So definitely check out Tin Ink Studio if you like this podcast, because you're going to love what they've got on offer. Also, eelmonkeyart.com. They sell Babadook and Krampus plushies. And they're really cute and, and sugar also skulls. terrifying. They're so cute. They're so cute. And also terrifying, but also really <laughs> Accurate. Yeah. Britt Austin, we bought some art and we did. and whatnot from her and yeah. lots of good stickers, including one that says read or die, which yes. I'm slapping on my school laptop. Yep, it's going everywhere. Those a lot of cute pictures. Like, postcard sized art mm-hmm. illustrations and a lot of really cute baths. Yeah. We yeah, we got some we got some good gifts. Shit. We got some gifts for people there for we Christmas. We sure did, but it's um, okay because they don't listen to this podcast, so they don't know. And then Jekyll Hyde Jewelry, they also, I think Jekyll Hyde also has an Etsy. Yeah, I think. And they had really cute, like, it was still like, you know, spooky things or like creepy animals, but chibi and cute. Yeah, so on, like, like really detailed, beautiful jewelry, and it was just like. Like very round ravens that are wearing little they, tiny witch hats. They were so cute. They were really cute. And they have like little decorated coffins that have like cute little things on them. Yeah, octopi- uh, octopus. Oh, yeah, and the octopus was cute. Glow in the dark ghosts. And yeah. Just, like, dragons and stuff. They yeah. were all like everything that they had was really cute. They had really intense like dragon eye pendants that were gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Then there was Watch Me Craft, who's Heather Johnson. She had a lot of really cool pins and. Mm-hmm. Our mysterious third roommate doesn't listen it's to It's true. Podcast. We can say it. We got her we, gritty shit. We got her gritty shit from Watch Me Craft and from Red Hot Gals Boutique because there was like this weird like <laughs> amount of gritty stuff at World Oddities Expo. There were a lot of it's people like, from Philly there. You do a Venn diagram of like people who like spooky shit. And people who like gritty. And people who like sports. And then the center where it overlaps is, is people who like gritty. Yeah. And that's who was at this expo. It was, it was really great. cool. We found like gritty ornaments, gritty <laughs> pins, gritty and earrings, gritty necklaces, and like fancy gritty jewelry. It the was cool amazing. The cool thing about Watch Me Craft is she recycles watch parts. Mm-hmm. So every item that she does, that's all of her pendants are made out of actual watches. So mm-hmm. you know the inside of watches looks super cool. So she took that and then she also put like gritty on them. And there were other things too, but the gritty one was great. We also met Reimagined Empire. Uh-huh. Cobble Taxidermy Emporium was there. Mm-hmm. We didn't buy anything because those animals are huge. They <laughs> How are. are we going to take them home? Yes. Except that Britt Austin bought a fox. They, yes. And, and that was awesome. She was trying to name it and so I suggested, she was like, we want like a Sherlock Holmesy name that like smarter than you. So I suggested Mycroft so that that might be his middle name. Mm-hmm. So if you're listening, I hope you came up with a first name and please email spoophour at gmail.com. Oh, we should probably say, this is Spoop Hour, a paranormal comedy podcast. Oh this my God, we is, got so excited about we, where we were today. We were so that we excited did. about our 100th episode. This one is Courtney. That one is Sasha. You can email your spooky stories to spoophour at gmail.com. Oh, you so can so also email what you named your taxidermied fox that you got the World Oddities Expo. So Britt, tell me what you named your fox. And you can also follow us on social media where we are at Spoop Hour on Twitter and Instagram. 
You just missed our 31 days of Halloween celebration where we posted a different picture from our trip to the Halloween selfie pop-up in Tyson's Corner. But if you go on Instagram, you can see 10 extra photos and that didn't make the original cut. And we can also save it as a story on yeah, TikTok. I yeah, I just, I thought about doing that, but like there are, there are 31 of them, which and is many. You just select 31 of them and then it just goes on that, immediately. That's, that's not true. that hard. I'll show you how to do it. No, no, no. I, I know, know how to do it. It just seems like a lot. Um, you can also go on our, <laughs> you can also go on our Twitter feed. They're all yeah. buried throughout our Twitter feed. They are. If you just click on media. Yeah. You'll just, just get a bunch through. of gifts and. Yeah. A bunch of gifts. So it'll be a delightful afternoon for you. Yeah. Anyway, back to the back expo. To that. Yeah. We also got magnets and Christmas ornaments from Lenore and Company. Yes. I was squealing with delight just now because these magnets are stuck to this because there's little washers. Oh, that's so cute. That's so and smart. very clever. Also, yeah. the Sasha says Christmas ornaments. What she means is they are sparkly Ouija board ornaments. And I got that like... That you can hang on your Christmas tree. And they're also magnets. So I got one that's a bunch of non-perial sprinkles. For work because I'm like from a distance no one will be able to tell that they're Ouija boards. Oh I didn't realize you got both. I got both. They're gorgeous. Yeah. Um, and then we're going to take a picture of our haul. If you're listening yeah. to this and you're like it's boring to hear about people shopping. Don't worry we'll post pictures and it's super cute. But I got a very bold pink sparkly one for my Christmas tree and I got the non-perial sprinkle one for work because from a distance you can't tell it's a Ouija board and then I don't have to explain to my co-workers why I have a Ouija board on my metal thing. I got a light pink one with iridescent cute. sparkles and then a champagne gold one. Very cute. And it's really cute. Yeah. Her, she also had really cool jewelry. I wanted yeah. to get the, the raven um, locket yeah. because when you open it's shaped like a book. When you open it, it has the raven yeah. inside it. It's really Like cool. quote the raven never there more, that one. so much Poe stuff. It was so excellent. Which is perfect because we my were in Baltimore. Problematic literary boyfriend, and we're in Baltimore, yeah. which is where he's buried. Yes. We did not stop to go see his grave, but I have no. been there. It's very pretty. I haven't. And then we also visited Zugu Faux Taxidermy. And Pop I, Culture Bento, actually, we've interviewed that, uh, Zugu before. She does this like really cute plushy taxidermy where she mounts plushy animals to wood blocks like... Like, like you a, would mount a dead, dead thing. thing. But they're really, really chibi and I, cute. I, I got them. our pods mint a jackalope. It's so cute. It's really cute. I'm very pleased with it. Because like, as a person, like I understand the appeal of taxidermy, but on an individual level, it kind of grosses me out. But like plush taxidermy, I'm like, oh, this is cute and harmless. I'm happy. And we also talked a bit with Little Darlings Pinups for Pitbulls. And this which was is a nonprofit. And that's this is a really cool nonprofit. I believe they're based out of the Baltimore area, but I'm not. Uh, they have something like different area like yeah. chapters. When you go to the World Oddities Expo, when you pick up your little wristband. They give you these little wooden tokens and they go, inside we have jars for different charities. You put your wooden coin in the jar and then each wooden coin that's given is going to be $1 to that charity. And so Pinups for Pitbulls did really well. They got my dollar. Sasha gave hers to her problematic literary there, There's an organization that like keeps post stuff yeah, alive so in Baltimore. <laughs> that's, that's who got Sasha's dollar. And we went to the Pinups for Pitbulls. I got a Christmas gift for a friend. Mm-hmm. You got a sticker for a friend. Yep. And we just chatted with them and they like, they were really sweet and they all own Pitbulls. And it's a cause that I'm particularly, I'm really excited about the reduction of stigma around Pitbulls yeah. because... Even though we're cat people, we, we also are. love we dogs. We love dogs. Like <laughs> my reaction to Princess Leia, the Yorkie, will prove to you how much I love dogs. There were so many good dogs. There were there was a sneaky dog that we didn't see at first. And then we were like, oh my God, a sneaky dog. 
But pit bulls kind of get a bum rap because mm-hmm. they're affiliated with dog fighting. But pit bulls as a breed are very loyal, very smart, and very they're nanny sweet. dogs. They are very much nanny dogs. They have been abused by people for bad things, but that's a people problem and not a pit bull problem. So it's great that more awareness is being spread about pit bulls mm-hmm. being sweet dogs who want to be friends and don't want to attack anything and whatever else. And those are the crafts we saw at... The World Oddities Expo. There was also a place where you could eat insects, like, you know, the edible insects movement. And it had a sign that I never thought about because I know likely in the future, bugs are going to become an integral source of protein depending on how environmental stuff goes. But there was a sign that said, if you have a shellfish allergy, you should not eat insects, which makes sense because I am allergic to some shellfish and it's because I'm severely allergic to dust mites. And it's because those bugs and those crustaceans share a common ancestor. So anyway, I can't eat insects. Card for um. We also got a secret gift for one of our listeners who is also also our friend and also a doctor talk about that right now but it's really but cute. it's really cool and it just combines several of our interests maybe we can put the artist's information in the liner note the yes. show notes or something yeah we'll put it in the show notes once i figure it out and if i can't find it i'll just look up because they have she makes on the website really cool unique dishware dishware with lots of cursing so she had like salt and pepper salt and pepper shakers and lots of dishes and things that had bad words and funny sentiments on them yeah and we got basically the theme we went with was fuck you dick yeah but we can't we can't give any talk anymore about that because she listens to our podcast also i'm gonna go ahead and apologize now if you're listening to this there's been a lot of rustling of paper yes we're very excited we bought a lot of things and yes. we have to move shit around to figure out what's happening anyway did, so that's the overview of world audience expo did anything spooky happen to you this week i adopted a cat yeah and she is perfect in every single way she is and she warmed up to me first Haha, that's all that matters. That's all that matters. And then there was something else spooky that I told you that I needed to tell everyone on the podcast. Shit. Well, I did see Jesus at a fire drill. You did, but whom yeah, among but us? Yeah, but whom among us hasn't seen Jesus <laughs> at a fire drill? I remember the part of the highway we were on when you said it. Yeah, Does me that too. Help? No, it doesn't. I remember where it was when I said it. I will say, it's not spooky, but it always is nice when people compliment my outfits after I think about them really hard. And there was nothing like today to like help me boost my self-esteem <laughs> than people complimenting my outfit. That's true. Also, I think what was spooky was today when you were like, you know, I was just thinking we're going to get back from the oddities thing like at this time. And maybe we could eat, and both of us were like noodles, noodles and company, company at the same time. Yeah, but and we got our snack for the day is a pumpkin spice crispy oh, from God. Noodles and Company. What was the spooky thing that happened to me this week? Ah, well, shit, man. We'll never know. We gotta listeners. start writing this shit down. I gotta write it down because neither of us are gonna remember. No, we've been through too much today. Yes. How about you? Did anything spooky happen to you? Um, I saw that Indiana Bones yes. had a really nice time. So Indiana at Bones work this week. celebrated Halloween. For those of you who don't know, Indiana Bones is my skeleton at work that I am co-parenting with a coworker. Basically and, functioning like an elf on the shelf, but it's a skeleton. But on it's the a shelf. skeleton, yeah, in an office. And he went as his namesake, Indiana Jones, for Halloween. He's still wearing his costume because we didn't want to let it go. And we also added snakes and a treasure. For him to get, we talked about maybe getting him an arc and some melted Nazis, but we weren't sure how our office mates would feel about having melted Nazis around. Mm. So we went, we didn't go for that. Jack was teleworking and then discovered that our back door has been unlocked since the day that he locked me out of the house and I went through the back door. And then he walked around our house with our like 10 inch kitchen knife. <laughs> 
walking from room to room, making sure no one was in our house. Meanwhile, the person and, who's been living like, under your bed for three weeks is like, ha ha. Well, no one's under the bed because we have storage boxes under the bed and I've been pulling them in and out mm. to find sweaters and stuff because it's been getting cold. Yes. So I know at least our bedroom is safe. Mm-hmm. And also we don't have doors on our closets in our bedroom. This pumpkin spice crispy is really good. It's really delicious. I don't know what I was expecting, but I wasn't expecting it to be this good. Yeah. So that was creepy. Imagining um, my fiance walking around our house with a giant kitchen knife. knife. It was very spooky how our neighborhood here decided to reschedule Halloween. Because <laughs> it rained on Halloween. Which, it didn't even rain didn't, until like 9.30. They would have been done. They would have been done if they but just did it. instead, we didn't get nearly as many trick-or-treaters, so I gave a, a lot of kids like 30 pieces of candy each. So that was I fun. bet their parents love you. Uh, they fucking better. I gave <laughs> a lot of candy away. One funny thing uh-huh. that's not creepy but funny was when we were driving up to Baltimore yesterday. We were, yes. And you oh, the, saw the, the cryptologic. Crypt- that's yeah. You thought there was a cryptozoologic so, museum. This happened actually a couple months ago, but I was driving up to Baltimore. It happened to again last night. <laughs> and it happened. And last night I was like, Sasha, I know you want to fall asleep in the car, but I need you to stay awake to see this sign. So on the road to Baltimore from where we live, there's a sign for the National Cryptologic Museum. And a couple months ago, I drove past with my Jack. And I saw that and I went, oh my God, and got really excited. And he goes, no, 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 cryptologic, not cryptids, not cryptozoology. And I was like, ah, shit. So (laughs) the spooky thing that happened is I'm an idiot. (laughs) So then I told Sasha this story and she had to see the sign. And then we also, for our 100th episode Spectacular, we stayed in the official hotel of the World Oddities Expo. The Lord Baltimore Hotel. Which is very haunted. Uh, The ghost most commonly seen is a little girl who hangs out on the 19th floor and sometimes appears in the ballroom. We were in the ballroom today. We went up to the 19th floor. We did not see her. My favorite thing was waiting for the elevator today and hearing two other women go, ooh, do you want to go up to the 19th 19th floor? floor? And we're like, we know why. (laughs) (laughs) So if you back us on Patreon, we... We have a Patreon one. And two, if you back starting at $3 a month or more, you will get access to the full recording we did because what we did when we got to our hotel last night was we busted out the Ouija board and the dowsing rods and we summoned a ghost. Probably not, but we like to pretend. We, we, had, had, we had a really nice time. We had a, gr- we had a lot of fun <laughs> ch- chatting with each other, essentially. Yeah, basically. So the ghost we met was... A man named E, so we called him Mr. E. Like mystery. Like mystery. Spooky. Spooky. And once we realized he was on the line, we're like, all right, let's bust out the dowsing rods. And he told us his sad little life story, which is he died when he was old of natural causes in the hotel. And we're like, okay, was it as a result of the Great Depression? And he said no, but it was during the Great Depression. And my favorite was when he he knew that we didn't do our research. He we did. Like, did. Did you die in the 1800s? And he was like, No. no. And it's because the hotel, hotel opened in built. 1928. <laughs> and I'm like, like look. These I, dumb bitches. There's a reason I didn't do my research. And it's because you I didn't, didn't want to subconsciously influence and be like, well, I know someone died here whose name is Clive. C-L-I-V-E. Whatever. Yeah. So Mr. E had some sort of business. He also had artistic pursuits. He liked to draw. Mm-hmm. And he had a family, but sadly, his children died before he did. One of, At least one of them was like stillborn or died shortly after birth. His wife survived him, but was not present when he died. But his business associate was. And we found out that he didn't get along with his business associate. Yeah. He didn't like him very much. He didn't. So we were trying to get to the bottom of why. We're like, do you not trust him? And he said yes. And we were like, okay, well, why don't you trust him? Is he embezzling? Is he stealing from the company? 
And he said no. And we were like, okay. And we were like, is he maybe affiliated with shady people? And he said yes. So we were eventually able to get to the bottom of it. And we found out that Mr. E's shady business associate was in with the mafia somehow. Because Mr. E was from Chicago. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's the other thing. Oh, we'll get into that in a yeah. second. But Mr. E and his business associate, the business associate ended up after Mr. E died using the business as a front for bootlegging because it was during Prohibition. And it was partially because the man owed the mafia money. And Mr. E did not care for that. And then he admitted after we had been talking to him for a while that his business associate may have helped him die of natural causes a little faster. Mm-hmm. Possibly with poison. And we're like, well, shit, man. You should have told us you were murdered when I asked you if you had been murdered. But well, he, he was, seemed he was yeah, shy. Yeah, he was shy and he... <laughs> He gave us direct answers sometimes, but I think the whole, like, did you die, were you murdered, he can't definitively prove it. That's true, he can't prove that he got Mm -hmm. poisoned. But anyway, business associate ran their business into the ground, and Mystery was kind of bummed about it. And then we were just chit-chatting, you're from Chicago, right? Do you know anybody who was taken out by H.H. Holmes? And he did! Well, actually, I think I said, do you know anyone who went missing around the World's Fair? And he said yes. And we were like, okay, was it a family member? And he said yes. And then we tried to whittle down what family member. And finally, it was like, it was the child of a friend of the family. So that kind of like niece, nephew, whoever. Mm. And they went missing around the World's Fair. And we're like, oh no. Did H.H. Holmes get them? And he gave like a tentative yes. And we're Mm. like, nothing good happened to that person. Sorry, buddy. And that was the ghost that we met. And if you listen on Patreon, we posted the full experience of us using the Ouija board, using the dowsing rods. You can hear us get a little silly with him and talk about how good our candle smells and tell the woman in the room next door, bless you. And Oh my God, she kept me. sneezing. She kept sneezing. We were like, bless you. Is that the ghost? Oh no, it's just no. a double door between two <laughs> hotel rooms. Bless you. Yeah, the pump, it was a pumpkin peanut brittle candle. It was. It smelled very good. It Usually did. I don't like sweet smells in candles, but this one was very good. Yeah. It's, it's from a, Bath and Body Works. It's a little sweet, a little savory because of the peanut mm-hmm. aspect. And it, it made it very nice. We bought it. Oh, I bought it when we went to the selfie museum. Yeah. So it all came full circle. And we also smuggled it in. So Lord Baltimore Hotel, if you're listening, we did not smoke in the room. Your literature did not say we couldn't burn candles. So that's what we did. And your literature also didn't say don't have a seance. Yeah. So be more specific in your literature if you don't want these things to happen. And then the spookiest thing of all... We watched Food Network Ooh. at night. <laughs> we, watched, we watched Guy Fieri go around and try some diners, drive-ins, and dives. We also, we checked out the 19th floor today. Mm-hmm. And the spookiest thing that was up there, one, they had a room full of bones, <laughs> which was clearly for some display or something, but we found the World Oddities Expo, like, bone yard that was a literal yard of bones. I bet it was, like, for some, like, activity. I'm sure yeah. it was for something that we didn't pay for, but it was just funny. Yeah. And then we found, spookiest thing, Paw Patrol Live. I think they were doing auditions or something? I don't know. They were doing, they were having some kind of Paw Patrol Live meeting. Yeah. And it said, in use. Yeah, because we like, they had okay. closed doors. Because we were looking around for the ghost on the 19th floor. We found a housekeeper. We found a housekeeper. We found ourselves a lot in mirrors. Yes. Quite mm. nice. We, so that will be on Patreon, that video. Yeah, and of then us exploring. We also will have another Patreon thing in the future of yeah. us playing Two Truths and a Lie wearing face masks. Yes. So it looks like our faces are melting. <laughs> yes. I looked like a luchador. Sasha looked like some sort of bizarre robot from the future. <laughs> I was wearing someone else's skin. It's, I was a robot wearing someone's face. That makes sense to yes. me. 
So if you want to back our Patreon now, that's probably going to go up next month. And yeah, we, we had a great little time. You slept through it, luckily. I should have put earplugs in because our hallway wall was very thin. And so last night at the World Oddities Expo, they had, I think they called it like the last hurrah of Halloween mm-hmm. as like a party. So we should tell the story. We pull up to the World Oddities Expo. Oh, no. And we had decided to valet park because the hotel's official parking is two blocks away and it's $25 for overnight parking or it's 33 if you valet. We're like, so for $33, we don't have to walk in the cold and dark for two blocks? Sold. Sold. Yeah. We'll pay those eight extra bucks. No regrets. And we had no regrets. Except so, so I missed where the valet pull-off was. So Sasha went into the lobby and I drove around a bit to try and find a place to turn around. And I get a text from Sasha like as I'm pulling up that says, there's someone dressed as a clown in the lobby here. And I knew this. I didn't need the text because as I was pulling up, the clown was right next to where I parked my car. So I was like... All right, and, this is fine. You know, last week when we were on the Fatalities one year anniversary special, special yeah. I showed a photo of you guys of me dressed as a clown when I was little. I'm generally not like super freaked out by clowns. It's like the murderous clowns, the ones that are meant to be horrifying yeah, that I'm scared of. This guy was very tall <laughs> and was dressed as a scary clown. And I was in the lobby by myself wondering... Why is Courtney taking so long? <laughs> he had She's just chopping me. off the car. The reason why was because I went to take Baltimore's the block. Baltimore's always under construction. And I tried to turn left onto a street, but the road was blocked. So I was like, oh, I guess I'll just drive another couple of blocks until I can make a left turn again. But he didn't bother me so much. Like, I know the concept of him is very scary, but like, he was very clean. And I was like, you are wearing this costume for the first time. So I'm not super scared. Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't the worst, Mm -hmm. but I definitely was like, okay, we're in the right place. There were a lot of people last night and today wearing, like, the best outfits. Yeah. Um, Just lots and lots of compliments all around. Yeah, there was a person wearing, like, moths on their dress. Yeah. That was really cute. That was cool. We saw, like, kind of like a... Like a forest witch. Mm-hmm. I really liked her. We that both had witch hats on. I got compliments yeah. on my witch hat. You did. One of my students, I wore, I was a witch for school Halloween and mm-hmm. I wore this hat and one of my favorite kids, this is the kid who was like amazed that I said eat the rich. Oh um, yeah. But she, <laughs> but for real, she kept rich. staring at my hat and I was like talking. I turned around and she was looking at me and staring at me at the desk and goes, that's Snufkin's hat, but black. <laughs> I was like, yes, you know what moving is. I was just so happy. It was cute, but I love this hat because yeah. from the front it just looks like I'm wearing a wide brimmed black hat. But and it's then when you turn the side, it's a witch hat. I feel like I should defend my outfit at this point and say I got a lot of. I wore the Chunky you Mothman don't shirt. Don't defend your outfit. Be proud of your outfit. I got a lot of compliments yeah. on Chunky Mothman. Yeah, and we gave away a lot of Chunky, Chunky Cryptid stickers. And we also gave away a lot of logo stickers, yeah. which is great. Shout out to everyone we gave stickers to today. You guys are awesome. Yes, thank if you're you for actually listening us. to this, thank you. Thank you for letting us. I felt very awkward doing it. If it's any consolation, because yeah, but... I'm like. I want, I know I'm supposed to like network and be like cool and like slick and whatever, but like I'm a spooky trash pile. So have a sticker, I guess. Goodbye. We, we were like really happy at the World Audience Expo because we there were so many people who a, liked the same stuff that we liked. Yeah, it was a room full of us's. <laughs> yeah. Which was great. So if you ever have the opportunity, I don't know if it travels or if this is the first one or if they've done mm-hmm. it before or whatever the deal is. Because we haven't done our research. I think this is the first year they've done it because okay. of the, they've done the World Oddities Expo because according to their website, which is woetothee.com, a subculture with many faces has risen to a feverish popularity within the last few years. Oddities. 
So I think this is the first year they've officially done the, the Oddities Expo. Okay. Oh, but I was like, so I was woken up last night super late because I heard everyone come back from the World Oddities Expo last hurrah of Halloween party. Mm-hmm. And they were like talking really loudly about like witchy stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Which was fine, but, like, I was like, it's so late, I'm so tired, just let me sleep, I don't want to listen to your witchy nonsense right now. Literally any other time. Meanwhile, I had my really nice earplugs in, I slept in a queen-size bed by myself, and I didn't toss and turn. Sasha was I woke up, and both of my earplugs were still in, and I was basically in the same position I was when I went to sleep last night. Okay, so, according to WBALTV.com which is a Baltimore news station. We're going to get into a little bit of the ghosts of the Lord Baltimore Hotel, because mm-hmm. I'm doing my research now. So the little girl who haunts, one one of the elevators is haunted, which I believe. They're very small elevators, and they stop on like all the floors, even when you're at capacity. I did, I did appreciate everyone's sense of humor about... <laughs> yeah, every floor we get up, we go, sorry, like simultaneously, which was very Just fun. Just a choir of sorry. Sorry. It sounds like a Canadian choir. Yeah, sorry. So according to the legend, there are three ghosts in particular that people affiliate with the Lord Baltimore Hotel. One night after a party during the Great Depression, which was 1930s America, if you're unfamiliar, basically the stock market crashed in 1929. Mm. Everybody had put all of their money in the stock market. Oops. All the banks that had loaned money out to people, people then panicked and went to the banks and were like, I'd like my money, please. And the bank would go, funny story, we don't have it. Also, we're closed now and we're going to be closed forever. I guess you just don't have any money anymore. So it was a terrible time all around. But after a party during the Great Depression, which seems in poor taste, a man and a woman jumped to their deaths. And the worst part of this story, their seven-year-old daughter also jumped to her death. Oh, no. Oh, that's oh god okay I was wondering yeah there's a little girl ghost here ha, yeah wow and then it's like no there's a reason why there's a little girl ghost here yeah so her name is Molly and she's usually seen wandering the hallways rolling a red ball and then her parents are usually spotted in the ballrooms and they're dancing so at least they're oh, having like okay. a good they're time having, with their dance. Yeah. she's got a ball they don't know why she has the ball but mm-hmm. every time someone sees her they also report that she has the ball with her so the manager talked to WBAL-TV about it, and he said that he has calls from people in the middle of the night saying, there's a girl running down the hallway. Can you call her parents? Like, it's the oh. middle of the night. She shouldn't be by herself. And Or people saying, I have someone in my room. Can you come check the lock? Because <gasps> there's not supposed to be anybody in here. There's a woman in my room. Oh, that's so scary. Yeah. As recently as a couple years ago, people saw Molly and her red ball. And they got very spooked, and they could not sleep that night. I will say, the staff that we encountered at Lord Baltimore Hotel were very helpful. They were very and... nice and sweet. <laughs> People say that their TVs go on and off. Ours did not. We were able to successfully watch Impractical Jokers and Diners, Drive-Ins, and Dives. And then there is one elevator that will go up and down to the 19th floor, and then the door will open, and there'll be no one there. So you said the door will open and the front door just opens. Spooky. Oh no. According to the manager, he had at least two housekeepers quit because they were so tired of being chased by Molly, the little girl's ghost. That sucks. Oh my god. That's so sad. That's oh man. I would quit too. Yeah, it's considered one of the most haunted hotels in America. Which seems surprising, given that it kind of seems like there's only the three ghosts. Like, yes, yeah. we may have Maybe talked to one. Maybe it's just, like, the most frequent, you know, frequently, frequently spotted. spotted or something. Yeah. 
Oh, it's got yeah. different kinds of hauntings as well. <gasps> so people will say that their iPods are playing on their own, according to Patch.com. Uh, it's a very old-fashioned sentence, and I say that as someone who still has and uses her iPod. And there are unexplained sounds, people will see weird figures, and there will be ghosts who stand at the edge of your bed and kick to wake you up. That's unchill. I, mm. That did not happen to us. I'd rather see a ghost when I'm fully awake than have someone disturb me in my sleep. Ah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. I'm not like you where I, like, will thrash at you if you come close to me. Oh, yeah. If you lean over me when I'm asleep, I will hit you in the face. But. It's not a conscious thing. The other day, I overslept for work and. I couldn't hear anything through my earplugs, so Jack actually physically moved me so I would wake up, and I yelped. Oh, no. like, I was in such a deep sleep. Yeah. I would not want someone to kick my bed while I'm sleeping, because I will pee my pants. Fair. Yes. That's fair. Okay, so at this point, we have talked about our special excursion. Mm-hmm. We have talked about it being our 100th episode and that we're very excited thank you for sticking with us for 100 episodes you're wondering what are we going to do with the rest of it well i have a couple surprises for sasha one shout out to at angela to be pecked on twitter angela a couple i think at this point honestly a couple months ago Mm -hmm. sent us she does a really great maniacal laugh and she sent us audio so we're going to go ahead and drop that in the episode now hello courtney and sasha this is Angela, a.k.a. Angela to be pecked, and congratulations on 100 episodes. I can't wait to listen to more. You guys are a delightful part of my weekly podcast listening. And as promised, the creepy laugh that even creeps my husband out sometimes. Here we go. <laughs> And yes, my cat just gave me a really weird look as I did that. Have a great day, girls. Bye-bye. That was adorable. Oh, my God. I, I love, love it. That. Thank you, Angela. That was really fun. What a great way to spend our 100th episode. Yeah. And also, thank you, you know, for saying nice things about us. You know, I think I remember what, kind of what the spooky thing was. I think, was it my yoga class that we did, like, haunted, like, spooky Halloween yoga? I don't think it was, no, but that, that would be a fun we did thing that to too. Yeah. yeah. It was very much a spoop hour yoga class <laughs> on Halloween where we... My instructor played, like, Halloween music, and then we, she renamed all of the poses to be, like, Halloween-themed, which I loved, like, just so much. Very cute. There was one point where she cackled and did the, like, basically quoted the Wicked Witch of the West Mm -hmm. when we were doing a flying witch pose, which is not what it's actually called. And she also called me out for not grabbing my witch hat and putting it on during the yoga class during that part. (laughs) I was like, my hat was so far away from my mat, I didn't want to go get it. But I did pinpoint, I was like, yeah... Wizard of Oz, because she didn't think that I was old enough to know what Wizard of Oz was. Uh-huh. And I was like, people still know what that is. Everybody knows like, who that is. But her laugh was spot on. And then she gave us candy afterwards, because she tricked us into doing lots of ab workouts. <laughs> the thing that I kind of flashed you on my phone mm-hmm. was, you know how they have Pocket where they recommend you articles? Yeah, yeah. Well, because I googled a lot of Spoop Hour stuff on my linked uh, Firefox account, mm-hmm. It, every so often it comes up with like a Spoop Hour article. Kind of like when I went on Reddit for research yeah, for our last episode like, and now Reddit oh, thinks like, all I want to do is look at scary things. Okay, yeah. I got you. So this is from narratively.com and the article that was recommended is called My Psychic Told Me to Date a Psychopath. <laughs> 
and the preview was she was so certain that this guy was the one and I was so desperate to believe her that I ignored all the signs. I didn't read the article, but I was like, yikes. Your psychic should not be telling you to date anyone. No. They should also not be telling you to not date anyone. You should decide that. That's not up to your psychic. But also, don't listen to psychics because they keep trying to steer they me. Really, they, really, they really hate They Sasha. really hate me. They always give me really bad advice and they're bad always, information. Whenever I see them, they always tell me, like, you gotta cut her loose, man. She's just dragging you down. I'm, I'm dead weight. And <laughs> I'm just emotionally terrible weight. It's funny that you should mention you being dead weight. Oh, no. Because Am now's I the time that I'm going to tell you that I actually killed you months ago. And oh. you've just never noticed. So you've been literal dead weight for So a Jack also hasn't noticed. No, which is gross. And, and also should... my students haven't noticed. I mean, they're, they're teenagers. They're teenagers. What do they notice? No. Do they notice things? Let's, Let's find, find out. <laughs> so a few months back, at this point, you shared the spooky thing that happened to you. Yes. And we joked around a little bit. And we were like, haha, wouldn't it be funny Someone turned this story into a creepypasta. Uh-oh. And we were like, who would that person be? And then we were like, it would be none other than Augie. The, the inestimable Augie Peterson. Just perfect, amazing. From the short stories of Augie Peterson, she's we, at Augie P. Writes on Twitter. We love her. We love her. Well, a couple weeks ago, she emailed me. She said, it's finally done. She oh. wrote the creepypasta based on your experience with that weird waiter at that one restaurant. Oh, no. And we're going to read it now. I've been sitting on this for weeks. Oh, my God. I'm so excited because I still think of, like, I'm never going back to Iron Age. You can't. Because I just, I can't. He'll After that experience, I'm like, there are other Korean barbecue restaurants I can go to. All right. Are you ready for this story? Yes. All right. Augie, thank you so much. Oh, I'm so scared. You're the real MVP. You should be scared. I haven't read it yet either, so we're all in it together. Oh. Hey, Andy, Simon smiled with straight white teeth. It wrinkled the blemish-free, chemically tanned skin on either side of his mouth. I mirrored it with my own coffee-stained smile and pimpled chin. Hello, I said, attempting to sound chipper but cracking my voice in the process. I can't do that. I was going to be like, no, I can't. Mm -mm. I grasped a clean apron from the hook near the south end register and tied the strings behind me with some struggle thanks to the searing pain in my left side. As I clocked in for my evening shift, I stared at the back of Simon's perfectly gelled and combed head of blonde hair as he straightened a rack of menus by the waiter station in preparation for the dinner rush. It took all of my energy not to send a kitchen knife through that neat, freshly cut hair. We had only opened a few days ago, so there was really no need for the menus to be arranged. Our grand opening wasn't until next Friday, after all. He just cared too much, and I hated that about him, among amongst other things. Um, excuse me, can we get some rice and waters for the table? A girl in a blue dress asked meekly from the table I had approached in my section, the first of what was likely to be a long night. She and her table full of guests stared up at me with questioning eyes. I snapped back into reality for a moment, long enough to let her know that they would be out shortly. I didn't smile. I couldn't smile. The memory of Tuesday night was still fresh in my mind, and it wasn't long in my journey back to the kitchen before my thoughts were trained on it yet again. I had been walking home from work with my brother and had been jumped by a blonde-haired deviant in a Halloween mask who had a figure and voice that was all too similar to Simon. He and a gang of others dressed in all black and their faces obscured by masks. They punched and kicked at us until we were no more than wriggling, moaning masses on the cold concrete. The muffled words and wide, concerned eyes of my customers as they spoke to me did nothing to alleviate the pain that still radiated through my head and the large bruise and bloodshot eye I could do nothing to conceal. They didn't care, it seemed, and neither did I. I vaguely heard someone say soju and that they wanted other drinks. Sorry, you look a bit lost. Do you want to write down our orders? 
The girl in the blue dress asked and stared at the empty pockets of my apron. No, I'll remember, I muttered, and did my best to concentrate on what they wanted. She didn't. (laughs) (laughs) Sasha, spoilers! (laughs) The items they ordered were pushed from my consciousness as the swinging door to the kitchen opened and hit my large purple bruise. Lightning strikes of pain radiated through to the other side of my head and down to the shoulder on which my weight was bared on that concrete ground. My ears started to ring, and for a moment, I thought I might pass out from the pain. Still, I needed the tip money I would get from this group to buy some pain relief on my way home tonight, so I stumbled into the kitchen. Damn, Andrew, are you okay, man? My brother Jacob asked, stepping away from the grill and crossing the kitchen to rest a hand on my shoulder. Waters. Soju is all I managed. I soon had a sample tray of soju and six waters before me. Need help carrying that out? Jacob asked, an earnest, concerned look pushing through the fat lip and swollen eye he carried. No, I replied. I took a breath, wiped sweat from my brow, and adjusted my uniform. I grabbed the tray, removed a shot of soju, and downed it before pushing through the kitchen doors. Maybe that explains it. Maybe you'd just been downing your soju. Maybe he'd been drinking our soju. (laughs) So it was either in booze and updates or Egypt is so cool. Yeah, it's one of them. Yeah, so in one of those, if you want to go hear the original story of what happened to Sasha. I do remember Egypt is so cool. My parents and I listened to that when we were driving from the airport to my grandparents' house for my uncle's funeral. Oh, do you remember if it was in that one? I can't. I can't remember if it was, but my dad thought that episode was funny. Oh, thank you, your dad. (laughs) We're your dad's favorite podcast, guys. We are. With all the focus I could muster, I brought it back to the table and set it down. They looked displeased, so I offered to place their meal order, my body swimming with pain. They mumbled something, shooting me glances of disgust and sneering. They mentioned something about beef and asked about a flat grill. No, I said. You don't use that for beef. They exchanged glances amongst themselves. They do at the other Korean barbecue places I've been. The pieces will sometimes fall through the cracks and burn up in the other grills, and you can't eat it. I'll bring your food shortly, I said, cutting off the girl in the blue dress. I think you're the blue dress. I'm the girl in the blue dress. I'm so sorry. (laughs) (laughs) We did ask that they didn't name the character after you, whoever would write this, but we didn't say you couldn't be in it. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) She seemed to speak for the entire table, yet I swear I saw a look of pity splash across the face of the young man sitting beside her. When I returned with their food, two of them were gone, including the girl in the blue dress. I used the opportunity to take up space by one of their seats to serve their food. Otherwise, there wasn't sufficient room to make their meal. I started preparing the food, but once the beef began to saute, my mind began to wander. The chunks of raw red meat only reminded me of the cuts in my brother's flesh that night he'd decided to talk to Simon. Uh Uh-oh. I tried to convince him it was a bad idea, but he refused to listen to me. The wealthy, young, attractive, and polished young man walked across the street to his car while Jacob followed closely behind. He'd only wanted to ask him a question, something about what he did differently than the rest of us to be so rich and successful. He had bought this chain of the restaurant, yet decided he also wanted to work there as a waiter. Rather than field Jacob's questions, Simon turned to face him with pepper spray in hand and a knife at his throat. Back off, Jacob told me he said. This is my car, asshole. Escalated quickly. Oh, Jesus. (laughs) He was on the ground by then and on top of my brother. He slashed the knife deeply through the muscle of his arm. My assumption is that, thanks to the pepper spray, Jacob had covered his face and obscured his identity from the man who had hired him only days prior. Simon didn't find out it was him until the next day at work, when Jacob arrived with a bandage around his arm. I'm still left to wonder, however, what prompted the attack on the two of us from Tuesday. Simon never did apologize. Hmm. Aren't those pieces a bit small? The girl in the blue dress spoke up. We can take it from here. She approached the table from the direction of the bathroom and stood with her hand on her hip besides one of the other young men from her party I hadn't noticed. He had his arms crossed. I stared down at the cutting board of the pieces of meat now sliced into inedible shreds no larger than a grain of rice. 
I stuttered, managed a no, and my eyes darted between the now furious faces of those around me. I forsook the grill and headed back to the kitchen, leaving them with the meal I had prepared. I pressed myself up against the kitchen wall, panic rising in my chest. I needed this tip money. I needed to fix this. I caught my breath and managed to suppress the tears that threatened to fall down my cheeks. This is sad. Mm-hmm. I feel very bad for him now. Augie. He was just scary in real life. Jeez. <laughs> I pushed through the doors again to see Simon standing at my table, sympathetically holding a hand on the shoulder of the girl in the blue dress and speaking with her. He turned to face me and walked towards the kitchen. Andrew, I need to speak with you, please. I followed him through the doors, but I didn't wait to hear what he had to say. In a second, Simon was on the ground, pressed firmly to the tile of the kitchen floor under my knee. I grasped the first heavy object I could find, a cleaned grill on a nearby drying rack, and slammed it into his temples. Uh Uh-oh. Crimson soon stained his blonde hair and formed a pool on the ground. He blinked at me and smiled, his perfect teeth now covered in a sheer layer of red. Mm. He laughed. What the hell is wrong with you? What the hell is wrong with me? This is justice for my brother. You know, the guy you knifed last week? The one you beat up on Tuesday? I was nearly shouting. You think this is all my fault, don't you? You think I just attacked you without cause? He was trying to sit up, but I wouldn't let him. Uh Uh-oh. His words began to slur as the blood poured from the wound on his head. Mm. You don't think I saw you that night? You and your gang-banging band of misfits outside of my family's home? You don't think I know that you, your brother, and your cousins are the one that murdered my dear sister in her (laughs) sleep? He shouted, you don't think what I've been doing in retaliation is merciful compared to the pain you've put me through? (gasps) Exhausted, red-faced, and breathing heavily, Simon fell flat against the floor and continued to laugh. I, breathlessly, his chuckles turned into full-bellied laughter. I should have killed you two long ago for what you did. (gasps) God, I'm such an idiot. Uh Mm Uh-oh. He spat blood from his mouth into my face and his hands reached for my neck. I tried to pull away, but the pain of the pressure on my jugular pulsed through the tender wound on the side of my face. I choked for breath and my eyes blurred. I felt life slip through my being. A sudden intake of oxygen and I was breathing again. Jacob stood over the two of us, holding a sharp spatula in his hands. This time, Simon's eyes remained open, startled, and unmoving. Yikes. I sat up, breathing heavily, the pain in my head unbearable, shooting in waves down my left side. The kitchen staff had all stopped working and had stared down at the scene, their jaws dropped. My manager stood beside me and, in soft tones, stated that he was about to call the police. No one made a move to stop me from doing it, so in an attempt to calm my nerves and take stock of what had just occurred, I took a lap around the restaurant, all while shooting looks of disdain towards my table of customers. I watched them ask for the check, and in the interim of their fiddling with purses and wallets, I approached the man that had shown me that look of pity earlier. With blood spattered across my face, a satisfied feeling of justice served in my chest, and an unbearable pain flowing through my entire body, I asked, What did I do wrong? My group of friends, we still quote them. What did I do wrong? Because, like, it was so unsettling when it happened. And now it's unsettling and in the story by story. Oh, my God. Oh, that was good. And I just, I think about that a lot. Like, what happened to him before he came to work well, that day? This story is this very story clear. This story is very clear. He and his brother and cousins the- may have murdered that guy's sister. Unclear just, on if they actually did it. And then he jumped them as retaliation. Yeah. And then they still had to come to work. And then meanwhile, my meanwhile, you're just I trying to, to have like, a nice we're Korean just, dinner. <laughs> we were just trying to eat dinner. It was someone's birthday. We were just trying to. Like, meanwhile, you're trying to have like a normal birthday. Meanwhile, the next table, like across from us, was a table of my students also trying to celebrate a birthday, and all of us were like, "What's happening? 
well, that. This was Yeah, this was happening. Yeah, Yeah, it was just, like, it was so unsettling. But then, like, he started, like, just slurring through the night, and then, like, his eyes were bloodshot, and he had this huge bruise on his face, and we were like, what happened to you, buddy? (laughs) And then we were just really worried. Like, I mean, at one point... Even when we were getting our checks and we were... Well, we had to sort out... We, we paid for our checks and then we were about to leave and then we something was wrong with our checks so we had to stay in the, like, the lobby, the entrance of the restaurant. And then he just kept hovering around all of us. And meanwhile, me and like the, the girlfriends in the group, we were all like stuck next to each other like, <laughs> okay, <laughs> safety in numbers. <laughs> Come to the car. Anyway, thank you so much, Augie. What a great way to celebrate our 100th yeah. episode. Oh that my was, God. I'm glad I saved it. I'm I'll glad have I didn't to, tell yeah. you. Augie's the I'm going to have to tell all of my... Yeah, <laughs> we have a short story about it now. Yeah. And like, email the students who are also at the other table. <laughs> oh hey guys, guess what? This is what happened. Now it all makes sense. Oh my god, it makes so much sense. Yeah. Oh, oh yikes. Yikes. All right, so we are winding down our 100th episode. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about reading a review? I feel good about that. All right. This is from... Is all the nicknames taken? Question <laughs> mark. The only reason I use the podcast app. Five stars. Uh, you guys have no idea how much I love this podcast. I look forward to every Tuesday just to listen to you guys and get through the morning. I love y'all. Emoji with star eyes. I love you. It's true. We do it's love so you. Cute. I love this push notification I just got. Amazon's Alexa may have witnessed alleged Florida murder. Authorities say that's not the first murder Alexa's allegedly witnessed. Isn't that crazy? Alexa's and a cop. And Fitbit, yeah. <laughs> One, absolutely Alexa's a cop. Two, someone's Fitbit was used in their murder yeah. trial because they said they were sleeping at the time of the murder, but their Fitbit <sighs> showed that they were having like elevated heart rate like they were working out. And anyway, they probably did the murder. Oh no. That sucks. <laughs> I don't think we've read this one yet. This one is by Writing Buddy. Mm-hmm. The subject line is My New Best Friends. <gasps> the camaraderie between these two girls is inspiring and makes it seem as if you're sitting on their podcasting couch alongside them. They bring some much needed humor to spooky stories for cowards like myself. Shout out, Writing Buddy. Aww. I love the listener stories as well as everything about this podcast. It's exceptional. Thank Aww. you, Writing Buddy. That's very sweet. Also, People, send us stories. Yeah, send us yeah. your stories. Spoopower.gmail.com. We love getting them. <laughs> 100 episodes has been really fun. It has been. Yeah. I'm so. very happy that we were doing this. I sometimes have like struggle to explain what it is that we do to people. <laughs> I will yeah. say everybody we talked to at World Oddities Expo mm-hmm. was really nice, very enthusiastic, very sweet. Like, because we talked to a couple people like who weren't vendors. We talked to just a couple people yeah. in general. And they were all really nice. Oh, we did. We tried a thing where we spun a wheel. I say we. Sasha spun the wheel. You paid me. I, 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 I paid. You paid for me. I to paid do for it. Sasha yeah. to, to try and see. And the game was called "Will You Survive the Apocalypse?" And I was like, I already know the answer for me is no. I've accepted that about myself. It's fine. I'm gonna be gone in like first two minutes. Just yeah. Goodbye world. But. Sasha spun the thing. It's probably for the best that you didn't win because the prize for winning was a gas mask. Yeah. And I don't know what you're going to do with a gas gas mask. mask, But (laughs) until the apocalypse. We definitely did did not not survive. No. Sasha got the color orange. Yeah. Almost got the color red. Yeah. Which which would have been been worse. Real bad. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I like the the winning ones were on blue. Yeah, but everything's safe. Everything's yeah. okay. And they were doing a little photo shoot because there was mm-hmm. like a woman there to help spin the wheel and mm-hmm. to tell you how the prizes work. And someone was taking her picture. And so we both kind of like subconsciously like took a couple steps back because like, no, 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 we don't want to no, crash our photos. Photo. And they were like, no, no, you can spin. It's okay. Like this is how this works. It was really cute. And then I went and I bought my jackalope head. Yeah. Apparently today, so mm-hmm. and actually the jackalope head. 
the seller we've interviewed on Pop Culture Bento yeah. at Katsukon. Yeah. Yeah. And she was talking about how she had some new products that she rolled out, and she had a llama ornament. Yeah. <sighs> And she had a jackalope ornament. Mm-hmm. So we have those now. Yeah. And it's going to... Well, we don't have the llama one. No. I said no to the llama for... Yeah, well, because I was offering to buy you the llama and the jackalope. And yes. so I just bought her the jackalope. Thank you for buying me the jackalope. <laughs> Too much llamas in my life. Yeah. I can't escape them. I was genuinely... I was at the grocery store the other day and they had some advertisement for some local restaurant was doing a thing. Mm-hmm. And for some reason, the icon they chose to market their thing... Was a llama, and then you also got there was a picture of the llama Christmas sweater. Yes, I do think you need to get it. I do need to get it because I have to have a very spooky Christmas. So it's at Target. There's a llama Christmas sweater. Yeah. So if you want to memorialize that time a llama bit me for no fucking reason, you can wear that sweater. You can wear that sweater and think of me every time you do because (laughs) llamas hate me and it's fine. Oh, also speaking of pop culture bento, this week I was on Pop Culture Bento's movie podcast called Picture Perfect, and we talked about Zombieland 2 and like a couple other like horror movie recommendations. Yes. Um, so if you somehow went to the movie theaters, like actually left your house and went to a movie Who would do that? and saw Zombieland 2, we have a spoilery discussion and we also have a spoiler free discussion, and that's Picture Perfect on Apple Podcasts. Gonna plug the other things that I did. We are also on the one-year anniversary mm-hmm. episode of Fatalities, Dr. Elisa Lucas's true crime podcast. And we talked about several different sort of Halloween-related things, including tampered candy. Yep. There was a... Um, 300-year-old werewolf 300- hiding inside people. Yes, and murdering families. Murder. And then... That, ghosts who solved their own murder. Yes, ghosts who solved their own murder. Yes. And we've talked about that one on this one before. I, I love that bit, story yeah. I love that so, so much. much. And so that's us with Dr. Elisa Lucas on Fatalities, T A S. Like you're sipping tea and talking about murder with your friends, which Not is what like we did. <laughs> the way the word fatalities is traditionally spelled. Yeah. And then anything else that we've done that we can plug? Our say. Instagram is always good. Yes. We talked last week about how you read horror movie Wikipedias. Yes. I have to know how movies are going to be, even if I have no intention of seeing them. Yep. And this morning I woke up at 7.30. Don't know why. I just did. And then I couldn't get back to sleep. So I was just like killing time till my alarm went off at 9.00. And for some reason, I was like, I remember seeing a trailer for that movie that Amelia Clark and Henry Golding are in. Yeah! Is it turning out that he's a ghost? Because I'm pretty sure it is. It's called oh. Last Christmas. So Nope. I, don't, well, I, I didn't get that in, impression. Oh, from, from the it. trailer? Yeah. Oh, okay. Interesting. So if you're not familiar, the trailer of Last Christmas... <laughs> this is relevant to Spook because of my theory, not Sasha's. <laughs> so... The trailer is like, Amelia Clark is working as a Christmas elf. She got very sick last year and she almost died, but she's doing better now. But now she feels kind of like aimless and she's not sure what's going on. And then this guy pops up and he always seems to pop up wherever she is. And he's trying to encourage her to sing more because she likes to sing and da 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 da. And the movie is called Last Christmas. And I swear to God, it's going to turn out that he's her fucking organ donor. And so she got really sick last year. And then she got an organ donation from Henry Golding. She probably got his heart because of the way the song goes, Last Christmas, I Gave You My Heart. And then he died or was already dead. That's why they gave his heart away. And now she's seeing his ghost and falling in love with his ghost. I mean, that would be really cool if that's how that goes. I'm pretty sure that's how it's going to (laughs) go. I think it's just like 
a basic rom-com that's for the holiday season. I don't know. Like, I've watched I, that trailer a couple times now, and this is what I was doing this morning while you were I, sleeping. I'll, I'll go back and watch it again, because I only yeah. watched it, like, the once, and was like, ooh, okay, hot um, people in a movie. Hot people being yeah. hot together. That, in, I like in a that. Christmas movie. See, right. I watched that, and I'm like, I can't watch this, because I feel like he's going to turn out to be dead. Mm. And I don't want that in my life. And, like, I was, I was literally Googling this morning... Last Christmas spoiler review. Last Christmas spoilers. Yeah. Last Christmas ghost. It's not out yet. No, so it's not out yet. Thing, and yeah. apparently, like, nobody has seen a preview, a preview and posted mm-hmm. spoilers online. And, like, Emma Thompson and her husband wrote a book based on it that's going to drop at the same time as the movie. So not even mm-hmm. anybody can, like, buy the book and read the book. But I swear to God, he's going to be a ghost. Oh, it's kind of like me before you yeah. or whatever. Like, you... you if you read the book, you know what happens. Yeah, yeah. but instead they they wrote the book. I think which Amelia Clark with the movie. was also. <laughs> yes, that. yeah. She just likes, and that's why I'm. And like, I did read an article that was interviewing she Paul Feig. Mm-hmm. Paul Feig. Oh yeah. I don't know how you Feig. say his name. Feig, who's the director of Last Christmas, and he was talking about like I see why people think it's a ghost, but you know, I I want to do movies that make people happy and da 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 da. And you know, the way he was talking about it, I was like. You didn't think anybody was gonna figure out that this is about a ghost, did you? Oh, okay. So, okay, your water, your water holds theory. Thank your you. Theory my, holds water. My, my water does hold theory. <laughs> Thank you. Like, here, let me see if I can find that interview again. It's funny, actually. Back to the point about like reading synopsises of movies, so you have less anxiety. I was talking to one of my like admins this week and my department chair about like horror movies and me needing to know what happens to everything, and my admin just looked at me and goes. It's because you have anxiety, right? And I was like, yes! Yeah. And she was like, yeah, I understand that. Yeah, like, I do it a lot with movies that I have no intention of seeing. So that can be a right. horror movie or that can be a rom-com where I'm pretty sure it's going to be it sad be at the end and I don't want suspenseful. it. Like, I told her, like, even... Oh, yeah, I've done that like, with suspenseful I need movies. To- when someone tells me, like, oh, there's a lot of suspense or action in this movie, I have to know what happens to each character before I go into it. Because <laughs> otherwise, I will spend most of my the movie going, who's going to die? Who's going to die? I spend who's a lot of time die? on doesthedogdie.com. Because mm. I won't watch something if there's animal I death. just need to know, d- does everyone make it in the end? Yeah. You know? Oh, we didn't talk about, did we, at the taxidermy thing, there oh, was a raccoon. Oh, my favorite. So, they had a stuffed a- raccoon, and he had been posed to be, like, digging in a thing of peanut butter. <laughs> It's basically Jack. My Jack is taxidermy. It was really funny, but I and apparently there's a dispute involving raccoons, and so there's like beef between you and the neighbor, according to him. So I'm like, you clearly just need to get this particular taxidermy and put it on your porch. Right. It's the only solution. That's the only solution. Anyway, I found the article, and the title is "Last Christmas Director Paul Feig Teases a Twist." Even when my movies are dark, they have uplifting endings, and I'm like, you motherfucker, he's definitely dead. Okay. There we go. But yeah, he was like, all my good... You heard it here first, folks. He's definitely... You blew this one wide open. You email spoopower at gmail.com or find us on Twitter or Instagram and you tell me your last Christmas theories because if that fucker is a ghost, I'm not wasting my time watching it because it's just going to make me sad. And I'm sad enough on my own. I don't need help. That's so funny. <laughs> I just started typing last Christmas movie and the first thing I came up was spoiler. Like, Yeah, because everybody wants to know, is he a fucking ghost? Paul Feig said, I never make a movie to upset people, so I think people will be very happy with how it pans out. This is from GamesRadar.com. Yeah. And he went on to discuss how it's difficult to make, quote, a straight comedy as people are, quote, very hostile about something that exists to make you happy. He said, whenever I put out a trailer for one of my more comedy comedies, it's met with as much hostility as people who are excited by it. People go, oh, you've ruined it. All the best jokes are in the thing. I feel like there's a feeling of how dare you try to make us happy? How dare you just try and give us something light that doesn't mean anything? It's a very weird thing. 
I'm never going to do something that doesn't have a positive message at the end, so you can expect that from this. To me, that reads as, you thought you were being fucking slick with yeah. your Christmas ghost movie, and everybody figured it out because they watched the trailer, and now you gotta cover your ass because you still want it to be a surprise that he's a fucking ghost. Screen Crush has six theories. Uh -huh. Theory number one, Tom is the relative of Kate's organ donor. Theory number oh, two. Tom, Tom is the organ donor. Tom is the ghost of Kate's organ donor. Great. Theory three. Tom is the late son of Kate's, Kate's boss. So, so still a ghost. So but still a ghost, okay. but yeah, her, but related. <laughs> some, somehow, somehow related to her boss. <laughs> okay. Um, theory four. That's kind of probably based on Crazy Rich Asians because the woman playing his mom was his mom in Crazy Rich Asians. Yeah. I believe. Theory number four is Tom is an angel. The tag so still a fucking ghost. Right. So tagline for last Christmas is "It's a Wonderful Life" with the word "wonderful" crossed out, and "It's a Wonderful Life" is a movie about a man whose guardian angel Comes, shows him yeah. what life would have been like if he had never existed. Never and yeah, theory number five: the whole movie is Kate's coma dream. <laughs> and I bet. So this is her last Christmas because she's when, about to die. And she, when she wakes up, though, from the coma, <laughs> the doctor be... who's helping oh, her is... Did you ever see... This is... Okay. I'm going to make this justified why we're talking about this on Spoop Hour, a paranormal comedy podcast, because it is after Halloween, which means it's officially Christmas, because we don't talk about the other holiday that's this month. It's fine. Why whatever. not? Thanksgiving is the best holiday. It's got food. It's a holiday based around food. Shitty food. We've been over this Get before. out. Don't you get out. This is my house. Also, I drove you. You get out. Anyway. She drove me here. <laughs> she drove me here. Yeah. Anyway. Did you ever see the movie with Mark Ruffalo and I think it's Reese Witherspoon and it's called... Oh, shit. Hold on. This isn't ringing any bells. I saw it with my mom. Just Like Heaven. It came out in 2005. Oh, mm -mm. And it's it's basically like he starts renting a new apartment and mm -hmm. it turns out it's kind of haunted by the ghost of a uh, woman who used to live Reese there. Reese Witherspoon. Yeah, Reese Witherspoon. And then they kind of like start to fall in love and it turns out... Ghost Spoilers. Sex. If you... Ghost sex. Yes. <laughs> That's it. That's the whole movie. It's a weird porn I watched with my mother in a movie theater. Don't worry about I'm it. i put it past you. <laughs> Gross. Just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. You're a Get out of my house. <laughs> you just insulted Thanksgiving. <laughs> <laughs> That's different than saying I watch porn with my mother, Sasha. <laughs> this episode is off the rails. Yeah, this is... We're having a great time. Oh, sorry, guys. It's our 100th episode. We can celebrate. We're not drunk. And we're, we're not on anything. So we're just tired and we're just doing it. Anyway, so just like Heaven, if you... Plan on watching it. You don't want it spoiled. Skip ahead 30 seconds. It turns out she's not dead. She's oh. in a coma. Oh. So she was in a really bad car accident. And she's in a she's coma. And she's projecting. actually projecting herself back to her apartment. Mm. And then they kind of fall in love. And she's like, you know, I keep having these flashes where I'm kind of waking up. And then she's like, I'm not going to remember you. Like, it's, I'm going to wake up mm. and I'm not going to know you because I only know you in this form. And she wakes up from the coma and sure enough, she doesn't remember him. It's very sad. And there's like a joke bit where John Heater is a psychic medium who like sees her. So then when she's out and about, he sees her and he's like, hey, you got your body back. Well done. She's like, what? do I know you? Because she doesn't remember. That's like, so funny. But then like... Uh, there's something to do with like gardens on the roof and he's like a architect or landscaper because that's what every man in the romantic movies does and he like designs a rooftop garden that was her idea and she's up there and she's getting all emotional and he's like hi and then she goes I remember you and they kiss and Aww. it's very sweet the last twist could be that Tom is dying yeah that's fair yeah. but basically <laughs> what I'm hearing is Five of these six twists are... He's a ghost. Someone is a ghost. Yeah. I'll have to that watch That movie's about again. fucking Christmas ghosts. Okay, 
Fuck you, Chris. <laughs> just watch the trailer again. Yeah. I'll watch it again. Yeah, Sasha's gonna watch it again. And then... But I believe you. Yeah. I, yeah, your water holds theory. My water holds theory. And, like, I didn't watch the trailer. Like, I got a targeted ad for it. And I didn't watch it thinking, I bet this is about ghosts. Like, seeking out ghosts in it. I just watched it and then I was like, is he the ghost of her organ donor? Like, did he give her his heart? Anyway. Mm. This has been the 100th episode of Spoop Hour. It's been about as much of a clusterfuck as you should come to expect after 100 episodes <laughs> of us doing this. Remember when we... Well, I take notes when we have, like, he- research-heavy ones. Yeah. But when we used to have, like, a script in front oh, of us. Oh, yeah, that, like, we were jotted down on a little note. Oh, that was, like, 80 episodes ago. Yeah, that really was. <laughs> but thank you for... Thank you for um, listening to us for 100 episodes. For 100 episodes. You guys are the best, really. Yeah. We would not keep doing this if it wasn't fun and you guys weren't amazing. But it is fun and you guys are amazing. So we're going to keep doing this. And then we're going to sign off now because Sasha has to watch this, this trailer, trailer and discover Henry Golding is a fucking ghost. And they're probably going to have weird ghost sex, but that's that's none of my business. Yep. And I'm not going to watch it because it's going to make me sad. So Merry Christmas. Follow, happy holidays. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter <laughs> at Spoop Hour. Send us stories or encounters with ghosts or episode ideas at spoophour at gmail.com. We love hearing from y'all. Yes. Thank you for tapping it out for 100 episodes. You guys are the best. The real MVPs. The real MVPs. The most Most valued phantasms. Hey, this is Liz. And this is Heather. And we are Nerdy Bitches Podcast. A show where two geeky ladies podcast their way through pop culture. From movies and TV to our regular book club and everything in between, we bring you our favorite fandoms with a feminine eye. We're talking Star Wars, Star Trek, Harry Potter, DC Marvel, comic books, and anime. And don't forget sci-fi, fantasy, action movies, video games, D&D, board games, and so much more. Be sure to check us out on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, Podbeam, or wherever you find awesome podcast you can also find us hanging out on twitter facebook instagram pinterest and at nerdybitches.com talk to you soon